0: Welcome to Rama for Today radio.
1: So, when Christ rose from the dead, he not only had the keys of death and of hell, but he had the very armor in which Satan trusted. Hallelujah! He has defeated the devil. And he stands before the three worlds, heaven, earth, and hell, as the undisputed victor over man's ancient destroyer.
0: You're listening to Rama for Today with Ken and Lynette Hagen. Today we continue the series, The Name of Jesus, by Kenneth E. Hagen. Right now, here's Kenneth E. Hagen's message.
1: Now he not only inherited a more excellent name than any other being in the universe. God not only gave him a name before which every being in the three worlds shall bow and confess his lordship but here God has given him a name which is above every name and he has seated him In the highest place in the universe at his own right hand, and made him head over all things. Now, for what purpose? For what purpose? God made this investment for the benefit of the church. And notice he said head over all things to the church or for the benefit of the church. He made him or he made this investment for us. God did. He has made this deposit on which the church has a right to draw for her every need. He has given to him the name that has within it the fullness of the Godhead. The wealth of the eternities and the love of the heart of the Father God and that name is given to us. Hallelujah. We have the right to use that name against our enemies. We have the right to use that name in our petitions and our prayers. We have a right to use that name in our praises and in our worship. That name has been given unto us. Belongs to us. But you know that's only the beginning of the wonders and the value of the greatness of that name. Colossians, the second chapter, the 15th verse. We get a deeper view of his conquest. Remember that his name was conferred upon him because of his conquest. And we get a deeper view of his conquest of the satanic forces just before he arose from the dead. Because it said here in Colossians 2.15 that he spoiled principalities and powers making a show of them openly triumphing over them in it. Now another translation said, having despoiled the principalities and the powers, he made a show of them openly, triumphing over them in it. Now here is a picture of Christ in the dark regions of the lost, in awful combat with the host of darkness. Because you see you're right there in Colossians 2:15 you could look there in Colossians the first chapter and you could see in the 12th and 13th verses what he did for us and that he has delivered us from the authority the power or the authority of darkness This scripture here in Colossians 2:15 gives us a glimpse of the tremendous victory that Jesus won before he arose from the dead. Another translation reads, having put off from himself the principalities and powers, he arose the mighty victor. He arose the mighty victor. You see, the sin problem was settled and man's redemption was a fact. It's accomplished. Praise God. Remember on the cross he cried and said, My God, my God, why hast thou forsaken me? You see, he became what we were, spiritually dead. That is separated from God. My God, my God, why hast thou forsaken me? And his spirit, not just his body only, but his spirit paid the penalty for sin. Because sin isn't just a physical thing. You couldn't pay for the, the penalty for sin by just a physical thing. Otherwise it would just be physical. It's spiritual. If you study carefully the 53rd chapter of Isaiah, even in, in the King James translation, I hold a King James translation here, and uh, the word up there speaks in the translation about his death, but there's a little letter by the word death and I looked over in the margin and it says deaths. Deaths, plural. See, he died both physically and spiritually. And in his deaths, the Hebrew Bible says, the the, the Holy Bible, the original scripture says, in his deaths, plural. You seek that out it'll it'll bless you. But you see Jesus arose. Now that's described in Hebrews the 2nd chapter in the 14th verse. For as much then as the children are partakers of flesh and blood he also himself likewise took part of the same that through death Now again, death here isn't talking about physical death. It's talking about spiritual death. He might destroy him that had the power of death, that is, the devil. I think Rotherham's translation will give you a clearer picture of Hebrews 2.14. In order that through death he might paralyze him that held the dominion of death, that is, the devil. Now, when you read that, do not think of physical death. If you do, you'll never get what he's saying. It'll never dawn on your heart, your spirit. But when you read that word death, think of spiritual death. Because, see, that is where Satan dominates. Now, let's read it with that thought in mind. In order that through death, he might paralyze him that held the dominion of death. That is, the devil. Did you get it? In other words, after Jesus had put off from himself, and another translation reads there back in Colossians 2.15 where it said that he uh, put to naught. One translation said he spoiled. One translation said he put to naught. Another translation said he stripped himself. Off these principalities and powers, so he put off from himself the awful burden of guilt and sin and sickness that he carried, because see, he took our place. So he had all of that. He grappled with Satan and conquered him and left him paralyzed and whipped and defeated. Amen. Amen. Amen the Lord. Hallelujah! Now, the words that Jesus spoke in Luke 11, chapter twenty-first and twenty-second verses are fulfilled. Now I want to read King James translation first, and then I'll read another translation of Luke 11, 21, 22. When a strong man armed keepeth his palace, his goods are in peace. But when a stronger, then he shall come upon him and overcome him. He taketh from him all his armor, wherein he trusted, and divideth his spoils. Another translation, when a strong man, fully armed, guardeth his own court, his goods are in peace. But when a stronger than he shall come upon him, and overcome him, he taketh from him his whole armor, wherein he trusted, and divideth his spoils. So when Christ rose from the dead he not only had the keys of death and of hell but he had the very armor in which Satan trusted hallelujah he has defeated the devil and he stands before the three worlds heaven earth and hell as the undisputed victor over man's ancient destroyer Satan. Hallelujah. Now is it any wonder? Get the picture now. Is it any wonder that fresh from such tremendous victories that he should say to the disciples All power, and that Greek word means authority, all authority has been given unto me in heaven and in earth. He stands as the master and as the ruler of the universe. All power, all authority is given unto me or has been given to me, either way you want to say it. His name now is above every name. And at his name we can understand how every knee shall bow and all of this authority and power that Jesus gained by his mighty conquest is in that name and he's given that name to us. The authority that he is one has one is delegated to us in the use of that name because he said go ye therefore all authority is given unto me in heaven and in earth go ye therefore go ye therefore he delegated that authority to us and in my name go ye therefore to all the world preach the gospel to every creature he that believeth and is baptized shall be saved he that believeth not shall be damned and these signs shall follow them that believe in my name, in my name, in my name, demons will have to obey you. They'll cast out demons. They'll speak with new tongues. They'll take up serpents. If you drink any deadly thing, think it won't hurt them. They'll lay hands on the sick and shall recover. In my name, in my name, they'll do it.
0: You're listening to Rema for Today with Ken and Lynette Hagan. This month's special offer is the Health Food Devotional for the discounted price of twelve seventy-five. Get this dynamic resource to start your new year off right. Call 1-888-FAITH-99. Don't delay. Call 1-888-FAITH-99. That's 1-888-FAITH-99. Or if you prefer, write Kenneth Hagin Ministries. Our address is P.O. Box 50126, Tulsa, Oklahoma 74150. Don't forget for faster service, order online at rhema.org. That's R H E M A dot O R G. Now, let's join Ken and Lynette Hagen
1: you know in January we're gonna be in Florida In Florida hey why don't y'all come on down that's right uh, we're gonna be in, in Naples Florida Living Word Family Church uh, uh, Pastors Paul and Maria Foslin. That's January uh, the 27th through the 30th? Yes. Yes. That would be, be a Sunday night through a Wednesday night. Mm-hmm. And uh, hey, come on down and be with us. It, it, it should be nice down there that time of the that's year. That's right. I'm Sun forward. should be shining. Sun should be shining. <laughs> All right. And no snow, that's for sure. No snow, no snow, <laughs> no snow.
0: Tomorrow on Rema for Today, we continue with the teaching by Kenneth E. Hagin, The Name of Jesus. Thanks for listening to RAMA for Today with Ken and Lynette Hagen.